On our last episode, Sharon Vindereen from Parent Tested, Parent Approved shared her insights on the complexities and benefits of working with third parties to have users test your absorbent hygiene products. Well, on this episode, Sharon will pass along what her and her company have learned about the preferences of absorbent hygiene article consumers and how you can use that information to succeed in the market. Welcome to Attached to Hygiene, the podcast that enables you to grow your knowledge and influence in the absorbent hygiene industry. My name is Jack Hughes, and my mission is to help you, the absorbent hygiene article producer, design and produce the best possible products to meet the needs of your customers. On today's episode, we're continuing our conversation with Sharon Vindering about what you can learn from performing user tests of your hygiene products. Sharon will continue to share what PTPA has learned from facilitating the testing of absorbent baby products and what suggestions she has for companies and brands producing baby diapers and pants for today's babies and parents. Now, I guess with all that in mind, with the background of your business model and what parents are expecting and, and how they're looking for these seals in the specifics of absorbent hygiene products and particularly absorbent baby products, yeah. what are parents looking for in their baby diapers and pants? Number one, does it meet expectations when it comes to leaking, obviously, because I feel like that is the number one thing that we ask questions about and people are most passionate with their responses about when you read through. So sorry, I'm going to backtrack and add sustainability. Sustainability is really becoming a huge thing and consumers are looking at it from a variety of different perspectives. They're looking at it from the perspective of how is this impacting the environment because they really do care. At the same time, what is this product made of that I am now putting on my child, right? So it's double-sided in terms of their interest in sustainability. So they want to make sure it's leak-proof. They, of course, want to make sure that in terms of how it's interacting with their infant's skin, their sensitivity, making sure there's no rashes, the softness of the product, the adhesive, how it's being secured to the baby, comfort. You know, a lot of times moms will complain that it left marks on their infant, like little crease marks on the baby. And what I'm finding also is a trend is people wanting diapers that are scent free because they feel it's just one more way that they could possibly be irritating that very sensitive skin with their infants. Mm, that makes sense. And we've Heard that from other guests on the podcast that uh, odor one for sure is a big one and one that I hadn't thought about previous to some some previous discussions. But yeah, yeah, just like a perfume smell that, you know, may smell good. It's still another added chemical. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would say that those are the key things that mom is looking for. And, you know, obviously price is a huge component, but at the same time, Moms are willing to spend more on a diaper that's going to deliver on that lengthy list of expectations. For sure. On the sustainability front, I'm curious. So given that you've been you've been working with with your members for 15 years and working with brands for 15 years, I'm curious, has there been a shift in the amount of parents that are willing to take on 
something as, as kind of arduous as cloth diapers or even some of the hybrid products out there? Or are you still seeing the majority of parents focusing on, you know, the disposable products that are more sustainable? Right. So interestingly enough, earlier on in my business, I saw a lot more moms wanting cloth diapers than I do now. And I don't know if that's a generational thing, a convenience. Well, obviously, it's a convenience factor as well. But because there are disposable options that meet the sustainability needs of this generation, they feel more comfortable purchasing those products. And something else that was really interesting, we coincidentally had conducted a consumer survey right before COVID hit. So it was actually January 2020. It's right before it hit North America. And part of that survey was around sustainability and the types of products you're willing to pay more for. So what we found was that they want sustainable products, but they weren't really willing to pay much more for it. We did a similar survey, I'm going to say about a year ago, and the results were drastically different. They want sustainable products and they are willing to pay more for those sustainable products because I think, you know, COVID taught us how to be overly cautious, how to make sure the products that we are bringing into our homes, because now we are spending so much more time in our homes, are a healthier, better for the environment, better for your family choice. So people are in certain product categories, including hygiene. And that's whether it's adult incontinence related products or it's infant diapers. They're willing to spend more where before they liked the idea, but they didn't love the idea of actually spending more money. Yeah. Well, and as someone who is passionate about sustainability, I'm glad to hear that, that that's changing. Yeah. I'm curious. So we, we just had an episode with Natalia Richard. She's a, a consultant in our industry. They do some testing on their side of products. And she mentioned that in her opinion, at least in in the U.S. specifically, a lot of the success of sustainable products is coming more from parents who want better, safer products for their babies as opposed to concern for the end of life of that product specifically and how it's disposed of. And I'm curious, are you seeing the same thing or in your tests, are you, is it a balance or just curious in your in your data what you're seeing sure so i would say while it leans more towards what's best for our babies because at the end of the day there's nothing more important in this world than our children there is definitely an increase in terms of the concern about the end of life of that product like i said the sustainability factor is definitely scaling up in terms of importance, but I will agree with Natalia. At the end of the day, we want what's best for our family. As much as I am concerned with how I'm impact, I drive an electric car. You know, I'm hoping that has a tiny bit of a positive impact to the environment. But at the same time, you know, I'm going to be doing things that are with the best interests of my family. So I'll make sure it's the safest vehicle, right? That's going to be my priority over electric versus gas. I know a very different industry example, but just to drill into that point. No, it makes sense. Makes sense for sure. So I guess with all that in mind, are there any trends you see from products that parents seem to really like from from in their baby products or in their their absorbent baby products? And I guess on the 
The flip side, are there anything that you're seeing that parents really aren't liking right now? So I think what parents are really looking for, they're looking for products that are made up of more natural materials, no harmful chemicals, fragrance-free, like I said before, you know, wetness indicators, those wetness indicators that are becoming more and more reactive. So you don't have to wait for a minute once you're, you know, they want something that you can now see in five seconds. Those are important factors for mom leak proof comfort. The other thing that's a growing trend, and we have a series of clients that have really gone into this trend, like Hello Bello and Freestyle, is moms love the adorable patterns Mm -hmm. and the ability to customize some of the patterns, but also subscription-based. A lot of companies are moving to subscription-based diapers, which is the ultimate inconvenience because there is nothing worse than being stuck with a baby who's just pooped their diaper and all of a sudden you're like, "Ah, I have no diapers. How am I even going to leave the house to get to the store? You know, they kind of, this subscription model is fantastic. It's fantastic for the manufacturer because it keeps it easy and simple for mom. And it's fantastic for mom because she always has what she needs on hand. She doesn't have to drag herself out to a store or, or either parent. I shouldn't just say mom, either parent. They don't have to drag themselves out to a store, make sure that the right diaper size is in stock. This is constantly coming to them. So I, I see that as a really big trend, the customization of the patterns. Uh, obviously, that's more for mom than or for dad than for baby. But the convenience of subscription is, is a really growing, growing industry. That's interesting. An interesting point on the subscription base, because, I mean, you're seeing so much of, as you said, particularly in the baby sphere and Amazon has their subscribe and save, which makes things a lot yeah. easier. But there, yeah. there are brands that are dedicated to that and being able to, OK, every two weeks or every week, whatever it is, you know, we're going to get this stock of diapers and we don't yeah. have to worry about it when we go to the store. It's got to be one less thing in the myriad of things that new parents have to worry about. That's exactly it. You you nailed that. <laughs> So since you're working with both brand owners and, you know, or producers and parents, I think you have a very unique perspective on the market and, and the products. Yeah. And so I'm curious, in your opinion, what are the biggest changes or trends you see coming in absorbent baby products in the next five to 10 years? Yeah, I think it's very much all the things I just mentioned, you know, the organic products, natural materials, no harmful chemicals. I didn't think wetness indicators were were such a big thing, but apparently based on the data we get from consumers, it is a really big thing. Convenience. But I think at the end of the day, because there are so many great options out there, I think price is absolutely going to play a huge factor in which diapers become the winners over time. Because I feel like over the next five to 10 years, most diaper companies, I believe, are going to be creating a diaper that matches with all of these sustainable concerns, right? Mm. So price is going to be a huge factor. If you have 20 to choose from, they all perform similarly well, you are going to pick the more cost-effective diaper. So figuring that part out as a manufacturer is really important. How to how to create something that mom can feel 100% safe about. Those are going to be the most important things to really reassure mom that what she is putting on her baby is completely safe and she will not have to worry that, you know, later on she's going to find out she's been doing something potentially harmful to her child. For sure. 
I'm sure that brands love to hear, as you mentioned a few minutes ago, that at least on the sustainability side, we're kind of hitting that tipping point where parents are willing to pay for sustainability because it's obviously not always been the case. And so they can start to justify making the investments in sustainable materials and yes. and the products and all that because that probably even two or three years ago as, as you said that wasn't the case you know pre-covid yeah. your survey that wasn't the case and i'm sure you're familiar with amrita seigel the the ceo of kudos we yeah. had and founder of kudos we had her on the show and she talked about you know it's really hard for producers because you know you have to find this balance of the price which is the you know outside of leaks is incredibly important but Sustainable materials cost a lot of money and absolutely the supply isn't always the greatest at the moment. Yeah. And so they're going to have to pay more for those and these businesses have to make money, you know, to, in order to be sustainable from a survival standpoint, you have to make money. And so there's, there's a lot of challenges. And so yeah, I'm sure the brands are loving to hear that, that parents are willing to pay more for it, but yeah. yeah, it's not going away. It's not kind of a flash in the pan. Yeah, and kudos is absolutely right. And they are actually a recipient of the Parent-Tested Parent-Approved Awards. There you go. So great brand that you mentioned. You know, it's across the board, uh, across industries. It In the past, let's look at cosmetics, for example. With all of the recalls that have happened in the industry related to skincare-related products over the last year, where I would have not even thought twice about buying an inexpensive, let's say, mascara, not thinking about what's in it, I am now much more conscious. I was looking at Sephora this morning going, okay, they have their clean products. And inside those clean products, what does that mean? Is it paraben free? Is it, you know, now this is so much more important to me because I'm really seeing okay, this potentially has really long lasting effects for myself, for the products I'm buying for my teenage daughter. Like it's incredibly important. So we want, we want to make sure that we're willing to pay more to keep ourselves and our family safe. That's what it comes down to at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. And as you said, our dollar needs to go a lot further now and it's, it's tougher and tougher to do that. And so knowing that a product is safe and it's not just more people have the ability to, I guess, invest in a product that doesn't just meet the bare minimum. It's got to, you know, yep. there's a lot of other needs it needs to meet. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, when I think about all of the things that touch our body, it's incredibly important to make sure that it is the safest possible thing. We have one life to live. Let's live <laughs> it in the healthiest, safest way possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. My last question here is kind of, a, I guess, a message from you to our target audience. And our target audience are the, the producers as well as companies like Bostic that are their suppliers. Yes. Um, but, you know, the key players in the absorbent hygiene production area. And so if you could have them walk away with two or three pieces of advice that they should focus on moving forward in order to meet the needs of parents like those in your member pool, that are buying products, what would those those two or three things be? Okay, so you mean other than coming to us and getting those products parent-tested, parent-approved, right? <laughs> that, that's number one. That's, that's number one, 100%. <laughs> and that goes for the manufacturers and that goes for the brands. So I'm going to say that, I'm going to say it's one key thing. It is more expensive right now to change the way you are making a product I understand that. And consumers, I think, understand that. But the investment now, I think, will have huge long-term 
return. So trying to, whether it's depending on the industry, retooling a product or the ingredients, the, the fibers that you are using in your products, that is going to be a game changer. Imagine being able to say, my product is 100% made up of natural fibers, is fragrance-free, is chemical-free, is this, 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 and that free, you know, dyes and things like that. I know I mentioned patterns are really cute, but I think that's one more chemical. There's <laughs> a dye that is going to make those patterns, right? So I think the investment now will have a long-term payoff. I think the manufacturers are a little bit hesitant because they're still not sure that consumers are going to be willing to pay what it's going to cost to develop that type of product. Yeah. And I understand that concern and keep making the products that you're making now because there's a lot of great ones out there. But at the same time, I think there needs to be an investment in the type of product that we've talked about today that mom can just feel like, you know, I'm not going to have to worry about this product. I'm not going to have to worry about a recall, a reaction, you know, discomfort, leaking, all of those things. I'm going to be buying the perfect diaper. Absolutely. And I, I imagine maybe as opposed to even three years ago, that return window is going to be quicker than it was, you know. And so, yes, it's an investment. Yes, it's not easy, but it it's going to pay off a lot quicker than it would have even five years ago. You got it. I absolutely agree with that. And if it's the perfect diaper and parent has to parent approved, well, I mean, we, we, <laughs> have, we have a winner there, folks. Juggernaut. It's a juggernaut. <laughs> well, that was all I had. Sharon, thank right. you so much for, for joining thank the you. show today. And I can't wait to, you know, now I'm following you on social media. I can't wait to see more of the information that you and PTPA are putting out there. And just want to, again, thank you for coming in and sharing your insights from all your members to, to our audience. This was great. I really enjoyed our conversation. Thanks for the opportunity. So there you have it. The last two episodes should have given you a good sense what benefits can be had from partnering with a third party to user test your products and what learnings and recommendations can come from performing those tests. Attached to Hygiene is brought to you by Bostic and is hosted by me, Jack Hughes. It is produced and edited by me with the help of Paul Andrews, Michelle Tonkovitz, Emery Chernis, and Nikki Ackerman at Green Onion Creative. Our post-production is done by Podcast Boutique. Our theme music is by Jonathan Boyle. Once again, we'd like to extend a special thank you to our guest today, Sharon Vendery. You can follow Sharon and Parent Tested, Parent Approved on LinkedIn for more insights on the brands and companies they are working with and the feedback those brands are receiving from their target consumers. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.